0: Hey, hey, welcome to episode number 103. Today we are talking about how to stop beating yourself up. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you all, and I hope that you are having a magical week. Now, today we are going to talk about how to stop beating yourself up. Something I feel like such an expert in talking about today. We'll get to that. (laughs) But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about a new Facebook community I have just started. Now, that group is called Be More Confident, and if you want to learn how to be more confident, you need to join, okay? So this is a group where I am literally taking all of the coaching tools, the knowledge, the experience, the stuff I have applied on myself, and the stuff that I do with my clients, and I'm just sprinkling it throughout this community like I'm sprinkling confetti and love. (laughs) basically, I am in there giving you guys so many tools and powerful questions to get you thinking, actionable steps, right, to help you to become more confident, all right. So if you want to be more confident to get outside your comfort zone, to stand up for yourself, to say yes to more opportunities, to say no to things that don't serve you, right, to... Um, Maybe it is to travel more, right? To change careers, to join the world of online dating after years of being single, right? Whatever it is that you want to be more confident for, I want to encourage you and invite you to come and join me in that community. It's totally free and it's just as awesome as the Solo Women Travel Tribe community, which you may already be a part of, right? So... All you need to do is either find me on Facebook and follow me in there or look up, be more confident. That is the name of the Facebook community. And of course you'll find me in there with an awesome bunch of women who want to learn how to be more confident. Okay. So be sure to go and join. It's really awesome. And I'm having so much fun showing up there already. So go hang out there. All right. Come hang out with me now. So today we're talking about how to stop beating yourself up, okay? So let's first of all talk about what that means. What does it mean to beat ourselves up, right? Because when I talk about beating myself up, like I kind of have this picture or this image in my mind of kind of punching myself in the face, (laughs) just punching myself in the face, right? Now there is that kind of physical beating yourself up, but I'm talking about the mental beating that we give ourselves, okay? And we do that by feeling guilt, by feeling shame, or by feeling judgment, right? And that comes from our own thoughts, right? From the things that we've thought, from things that we've done, like actions that we've taken, and for feelings that we have, right? Right? Okay, so we feel guilt, shame or judgment for our own thoughts, for our own feelings and for the things that we do or don't do. Right. It's that mean inner self-talk. Right. That the way we speak to ourselves inside our own brains, right, inside our own minds. It's the unkind things that we say to ourselves to try and guilt or shame ourselves into doing something. Right. It's that mental beating. Okay. So I wanted to give you guys some examples of this. And I think a really great example is if you have planned ahead of time that you're going to do some exercise. So for example, if you've scheduled 7am today, you're going to go for a run or 7am tomorrow, rather you're going to get up and you're going to go for a run. Right. And then that 7am runs like comes around so your alarm goes off at 6 30 and you're meant to be putting on your active wear and lacing up your shoes and all of that right and you just decide that you don't feel like it and you just want to sleep in you just want to rest your body's like really sore from that workout you did the day before right so you're just gonna lie in bed and you're gonna shuffle your day around and try to go for a run later maybe you'll do it after work maybe you'll do it this evening right So you make that decision that you're not going to go for the run that you said you were going to go for and then a few minutes later once you've made that decision, it's followed by things like, wow, you never do what you say you're going to do. You should have gone for that run. You would have felt better for it. This isn't helping you to get closer to your goals. Right, you don't have time to do it later. You're not going to feel like doing it later. You won't want to do it later. You should have got off your ass and gone and done it now. Right, you guys with me? (laughs) That voice, like maybe you hear that voice when it comes to doing other things that you say you're going to do and then you don't do them. Right, so another example could be that you get asked to speak at an event right? So it might be a local networking event, maybe it's a work thing and you're asked to speak. So you prepare, you write out your speech, you've got bullet points, you practice, you know what you're going to say. So you turn up, you give your talk, you do your thing, right? Only to find that on the drive home from the event, your brain is telling you, you suck, that was terrible, You should not have done that. You are never going to do that again. Nobody liked it. Nobody resonated with it. It was awful, right? (laughs) Can you guys tell that this is something that I have been an expert at doing? (laughs) I feel like I could teach a class on how to beat yourself up successfully. Like I have been so good at this, right? This is something that I continually work on to this day, so I am really good at working on this now, at catching it in the act and being like, oh, I see what's happening here, right? So that is why my examples are so juicy, because they are from my own life, you guys. (laughs) So, in effect, this is kind of what we're doing. I was thinking about how to give you guys like a mental picture of this, and this is how I see it, right? So you're in a beautiful room, and you get a chair and you place it in the corner of the room and you make your best friend sit on it, right? And you make her kind of like bow her head, right? So she's not allowed to look at you. And then you yell and scream at her and swear and point fingers and tell her she's a terrible person. You should know better. You should do better. This is not good enough. Right? And now she's crying and she's really upset and she feels awful and she's like whimpering and shaking, right? That is in effect what we are doing to ourselves, okay, when we're beating ourselves up. We are putting ourselves in the corner of the room and saying horrible things, yelling and swearing and pointing fingers, right? That's what we're doing to ourselves. So how do we stop doing that? (laughs) such a good question, right? So I want to share with you the ways that I turn this around for myself and the ways that I teach my clients, right? Some of the tools that I give them to stop doing this, right? Now, when I say stop doing this, here's what I want to clarify. As long as you have a human brain, it will keep doing this. And by this, I mean your brain will keep being an asshole. It will keep telling you that you are not good enough in some way, shape, or form. But here's what I think is so important to know, my friends your brain is actually doing its job, okay? That's right, your brain is just trying to keep you safe and out of harm's way. So let me explain why. We have evolved from cave men and women back in the day, okay? So we like literally lived in a cave and we had to, you know, avoid anything potentially harmful and dangerous, right? We had to seek comfort and pleasure in order to stay alive right and we had to exert minimal effort right those are the three things that our brain was so focused on doing to keep us alive and evolving right was to avoid pain like avoid being chased by a lion because it meant death right any form of pain could mean death right and we had to stay comfortable and by comfortable like you know Eating the berries and seeking out pleasure in that form, right? Eating berries and getting that sugar rush and having sex and staying warm by the fire, right? And exerting minimal effort, saving our energy so that when we were under attack, when we were being chased, when shit was hitting the fan, we had that energy there to use it when we needed it. Okay, so if you think back to the cave cave woman days, I like to say cave woman, right? Cave woman days, it makes sense, right? Our brain has evolved from that place. Okay, so we have that cave woman part of our brain. Okay, that is a part of us, and we also have our evolved woman brain. Okay, so just think of your brain split in two, right? And our evolved woman brain is the part of us that wants to go after our dreams, that wants to set and achieve goals, that wants more in life. It's the part of our brain that dreams and, you know, gets excited by the future and the ideas and the possibilities, right? And I've talked about this before on the podcast, right? I've talked quite a lot about this. So we have those two parts of our brain, our cave woman brain, which is kind of the part of us that sits in the cave and grumbles, (laughs) Like really grumbles. And then the evolved part of our brain who's like, yes, let's do this. I can do anything, right? We all have both of those in us. So if you've ever felt like you have a split personality, hello, this is why. Okay. So understand this, that when you have that beating yourself up, when you have that negative self-talk, when you are saying mean things to yourself, It is coming from a place of being in the cave and wanting to stay comfortable out of harm's way and not evolving, you know, not doing things outside of your zone of comfort. Okay. So back to my example before, when I was talking about going for a run, Right, So my cavewoman brain, when it rolls around and the alarm goes off, my cavewoman brain thinks, ugh, going for a run, it's going to be hard, it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be sweaty, it's going to take so much effort, right? I would rather stay in the cave and be comfortable and safe and just stay here and not use any energy because it feels better to stay here, right? This is my preferred state right now. Okay, whereas the evolved part of my brain, when I made the commitment to go for that run, was like, I really want to be fit and healthy. I know I'm gonna feel amazing after I go for that run. I know it's gonna be worth it for the rest of the day. Like that energy will be with me all day. I love the feeling of the endorphins and the rush I get afterwards. And that was the place that I made that decision ahead of time from, right? Then when that alarm rolls around, my cavewoman brain is louder, right? That voice is way louder. And sometimes that brain, that part of my brain wins out, okay? It wins the argument. Well, it's not necessarily an argument, but it's kind of like the two parts of my brain are arguing, right? And the cavewoman just won that argument. So step one is understanding your brain is wired this way. Okay, your brain is wired to avoid anything it sees as outside of your comfort zone or outside of the current comfort zone, right? It's wired to seek comfort and pleasure, right? And that's more in the instant gratification rather than the long term. It wants that comfort and that pleasure now, right? And your brain is wired to not want to exert much effort, much energy, Okay, we are all wired in this way. So therefore, our brain, when it offers us all of this this mean self-talk, right, when it offers all of these guilting, shaming kind of thoughts, our brain is just doing its job at trying to keep us in that comfortable place out of harm's way. Okay, so understand that, really understand that your brain is doing its job. Okay, even though it's mean and it's horrible sometimes, it is trying to do its job, okay? Now, so step two is this, allow it to have its say. And when I say it, I just mean that cave woman part of your brain, the mean part of your brain, okay? The angry lady in the cave. Allow that part of your brain to have its say. And know that you do not have to believe what it's offering you, okay? Believing those thoughts, those guilting, shaming, judging thoughts about yourself, they're optional, okay? Believing that is optional. Now, you get to make a conscious decision from your evolved brain, right, as to what you would like to think and therefore how you would like to feel, okay? So one question I like to ask myself to do this is how can I offer myself love or compassion right now? How can I give myself love or compassion right now? So when I'm beating myself up for not going for that run, that might look like saying to myself, hey, I made a decision to rest my body and that's going to make my next run even better. Or it might look like asking myself, hey, how is this actually the most loving decision for me in this moment? Like, how is this the best decision for me and my body right now? And when I'm at that speaking event, right, and I finish speaking and I'm on the drive home, right, before my brain starts to throw all of its beating at me, right, starts to throw punches at me, (laughs) I get to pause and I get to say to myself, hey, Let's take a minute to look at what worked, like what are all of the positives from that experience? So for me, that might have looked like, hey, I met new people at that event and people thanked me afterwards. They really said that they appreciated what I had talked about and people told me that they liked what I talked about, that they could already see how they could imp- implement that, right? Then women asked if I wanted to meet them for coffee and chat that's great, right? I made new connections. I'm potentially going to make some new friends, more like-minded women. And I got to practice my speaking skills, right? And I barely used my notes. I just kind of scanned the room and looked at everyone and made eye contact. And I actually think that I came across really confidently, right? So I get to do all of that and look at, oh, actually a lot of stuff worked, then my brain can offer me all the other stuff, right? Oh, well, this didn't work and that didn't work, right? Like, I can look at it from both perspectives. Now, a great, or another great way to do this, rather, is to think, what would your best friend say to you? Like, think of that friend who is so supportive towards you in everything that you do and super positive and really inspiring and encouraging. Like, think of that friend, right? What would he or she offer you? What would they say? What kind words of advice or encouragement would they give you when you decided not to do what you said you were going to do, right? Or when you, you know, spoke at that event, after that event, what would they say to you, right? Now, step three, I want to give you this kind of example, right, of So I've talked about the two parts of your brain, right? The cavewoman brain. So that part of your brain that's like in the cave, grumbling and yelling at you and don't do that. And that's terrible. Like you're not good enough, all of that. Right. And then there's that other part of your brain that is the part that like sets goals and wants to achieve things and is like positive and open. Right. That part of your brain. And I want you to imagine that there is like each one has like a radio or like a volume attached. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, "Mm, radio? No, a volume. So each one of them is like, is a voice in your head, right? And there's a volume button, one of those kind of circular buttons that you would find on a stereo system, right? And you get to either turn it up or down, okay? So sometimes you are going to find that that cavewoman brain, and this is what happens when you're beating yourself up, right? Is that that cavewoman part of our brain has got that volume turned right up, like turn that circle right around and it's super loud, right? Which means that the evolved part of your brain is drowned out. Like the volume on that is very, very low. Okay. Now, We can play with the volumes, right, using some of the tools that I have given you here, some of these steps that I've given you already, right? We can play with the volumes on that to turn down the one we don't want to listen to and turn up the one we do want to listen to. But I also want to offer you this as step three, and that is allowing and feeling it. So what I mean by that is when that volume on the judgment and the guilt and the shame and the beating yourself up is super, super loud okay, is first of all, understand that your brain is wired this way. Therefore, nothing has gone wrong. Your brain is doing its job, okay, even though it feels terrible, right? Your brain is doing its job, okay? Step two, you don't have to believe it. Right? You get to make a conscious decision to think other thoughts and feel a different way. However, as step three, I want to allow, I want to offer you that it's okay to feel it. Right? Because sometimes when that volume is turned up super loud, when there is so much guilt and shame and judgment, the best thing you can do is allow yourself to feel it to have it in your body and to let it process and pass through you, okay? So what that means is to allow it is to stop resisting feeling this way, right? So that means stop trying to not feel the guilt and the judgment and the shame, right? But rather allow yourself to feel it. Now, resistance will show up as avoiding it. So that will look like, um, I use this term buffering. So when you're trying to avoid something, you might stay super busy, right? So when you're trying to avoid, you know, beating yourself up for not going for that run, that might look like getting up and doing all of the housework instead, right? Folding the washing, cleaning the dishes, right? Doing all of that stuff, like staying super busy or another form of doing this, like avoiding it might look like like binge watching Netflix right that's one of my common go-tos when I'm trying to avoid something right is I'll binge watch Netflix when I'm trying to avoid feeling a certain way I'll just watch a whole bunch of Netflix because it distracts me right it takes me out of that feeling state right but basically what we're doing is we're just trying to shut the noise out what we've basically done when we are trying to avoid and resist something is instead of like allowing ourselves to hear the noise, we've just moved to another bit room in the house and shut the doors. But the noise is still there and we have to go back to the room where it was, right? Because that's like our bedroom and that's where we sleep. <laughs> but we've, we've tried to take ourselves somewhere else to kind of shut that noise out. Okay. So feeling it means allowing it, allowing yourself to have those thoughts without making it mean something is terrible and awful Right? And knowing that your brain's doing its job, right? Your brain is sometimes being an asshole, and that's okay, but it doesn't mean you're a terrible person. You're allowed to feel the guilt, you're allowed to feel the shame, you're allowed to feel the judgment. And feeling it means opening up to it and letting it in. Now, I have done a couple of podcasts on how to feel your feelings, like how to actually feel and process and allow them in, right? But first of all, take a deep breath, allow it in and just really sit with it for a few minutes. Okay. Allow it in and describe it. Okay. What am I feeling? Put it, if you can, if you can name it, name it. If you can't, it's okay. Just describe it. Right. When I'm feeling guilt or shame, it feels heavy. It feels like pressure, feels like a pressing on my chest, Feels like I can't breathe quite as much. Like it's harder to take a full deep breath. Right? Really describe that and just allow it in. Kind of open up to it. Right? And just sit with it for a little while. And even say, I find it quite helpful to say, I'm just feeling shame. I'm just experiencing shame right now. That's okay. I am okay. Okay? I'm just feeling shame, right? And do that for, I would say, five minutes. You can even set a timer on your phone to do that. And then explore why you're feeling it. Like, what are the thoughts that are creating this feeling of shame? Like, what am I believing right now about myself that's making me feel this shame? Okay. All right, my friends. Now, What I want to do, lastly, step four, (laughs) I'm just adding an extra step. There was only three, but I'm adding an extra one, right? Step four is if you want to take this work deeper, right? If you want to get coached, if you want to invest in yourself, in your life, in your mind, in feeling better and creating the life you really want and being more confident, I just want to invite you to schedule a consult call with me. Hop on the phone with me. Let's explore where you're at where you really want to be, and what's keeping you stuck, all right, how to bridge that gap in between, all right, I am a coach, this is what I help people do all day every day, and I would love to talk to you, so if you want to schedule your free consult call, you can visit the website and you can solowomentraveltribe.com, or you can reach out to me on social media, or flick me an email, zena at com. All right, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful, magical week. And when you do beat yourself up, because remember, it's going to happen. You've got a human brain. Lean on these tools. All right. Really lean on these tools and see what happens. Watch that magic happen. All right. Huge love to you. Take care. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then I want to invite you to sign up for a free consult call with me. This is a one hour call where we get to talk all about you, where you are now in your life and where you most want to be. I will show you what is keeping you stuck and why you aren't yet where you want to be. And I'm going to give you a plan of the areas that you can start working on straight away to see the changes that you want in your life. You will also have the opportunity to hear about how to work with me as your one-on-one coach. Now, if you want to do this while I'm offering it, then make sure you head over to travel Tribe.com slash free call. There is no better time than now to start feeling better and living the life that you want. I look forward to chatting with you.